Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Well, as you can see in the title, we're going to be talking about the one thing that actually matters at this point. About Evgeny Prigozhin and, uh, you know, how he uh, apparently died. See, there's a saying in Russian that means that, you know, you can only talk good about the dead. But the full statement goes that you can only talk the good about the dead or the truth. And truth is, Prigozhin is responsible for, well, literally, an assassination attempt at my life, me being beaten up, me being harassed, me losing my, my uh, marriage, and he's a fucker who's destroyed quite a lot of my life, so... Um, I feel honored to actually give you one of the most comprehensive looks at what actually happened. We were there, we were there on our Discord channel for many hours. Someone just about 8, slightly before 8 p.m. my Latvian time messaged me and I was up there for four and a half hours talking, investigating all this stuff. And I already know all the headlines that are going to pop up tomorrow. I managed to, you know, spent about... In total, about 75 euros in bribes to call my contacts on my own. And uh, yeah, I just hope that, you know, after my quite chaotic thing, which I recorded just so I would have something out, because you know, I know people will listen to this and they will listen to me before they probably, you know, check out other American or British or whatever, but Western media, you know, it's good to put things in order that I know stuff to calm them down because it was, it was a bit crazy. Now, first things first. What happened and what we definitely know. I'll start with the simple fact. We actually don't exactly know, at least I'm not 100% sure that Prigozhin is dead. However, it doesn't matter at this point. Prigozhin is dead legally. Now, why am I telling you this? Well, for starters, because um, that's one of the options of what happened. What really happened, like, factologically, was that two planes left uh, from Moscow to St. Petersburg. And in between, one of them crashed and the other one flew back to Moscow and landed. The plane that crashed had uh, is the one that Prigozhin used. They both are uh, very similar models. Of, I don't remember, like private jets, basically. One, one is model 600, the other is model 650. It doesn't matter, to be honest. One of them has been had been used to... Um, to transport Prigozhin after, because precisely today is two months since uh, the whole coup happened, after all. And one of them was the one that Prigozhin used to fly to Belarus. What we also note is that um, 
I am very certain that uh, either Prigozhin's plane crashed down. There are two options. Number one, it's uh, an anti-air missile system. Two missiles of S-300 were reported because there were bases nearby, by the way, uh, on the place where it crashed. And two, some sort of internal explosion. Both are equally valid. Uh, I know that the anti-air defenses worked and fired at something. It, that might be drones because drones are now hitting like Moscow every day. Might as well they hit Prigozhin's plane. It doesn't matter at this point, to be honest, to be exactly this exact. But um, I'm leaning towards the anti-air defenses because, you know, they were fighting at the same time. And what happened was that, yeah, we also have eyewitnesses seeing how the plane was destroyed in the air. It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't anything else. The plane crashed down by eyewitness and film accounts by, you know, one uh, one of the sides, you know, being destroyed. It, the plane was destroyed in the air as well. The other one but then flew back. And then everyone, you know, second plane, by the way, which landed, we never knew who came out of that plane. It just wasn't informed. And most of the pro propaganda newspapers also, like, and West also, they don't speak about the second plane. What's important is that, uh, you know, everyone started writing instantly that Prigozhin is dead. But, however, uh, I'll tell you why. It, it's a very unlikely option. He's 99% dead, okay? 99% dead. But if he isn't, I'll tell you also why this doesn't matter. The thing is, Prigozhin had been already... Um, he liked using body doubles. If Putin's body doubles are open secret, Prigozhin's body doubles weren't even the secret. They had, like, fake passports on his name, and he often liked to trick things. He was a PR dude who did these conspiracy theories. And secondly, he had already been declared dead in a plane crash back in 2019, just in a situation kind of like that. Then turned out he had switched planes. He always did this. He was, like, sneaky things. Now... Theoretically, it could be possible that Prigozhin had orchestrated this. It's definitely not, not some Kremlin's plan. But I also know why this wasn't orchestrated definitely intentionally. Because I also called some people, and as far as I know, and you heard this here first, by the way, okay? I believe that this was an attempt of Ramzan Kadyrov and Chechens, with whom Prigozhin had been in, um, in conflict, to, you know get some revenge as well, because Ramzan Kadyrov hasn't been on the nice side, his soldiers aren't the best ones, and yeah, I called some people, like I said, I spent about 75 euros on, on bribes, some people donated some money on the, on, while I was doing all this, but if you can support the show, please do, this is the right time when you can do that uh, I managed to call some people and yeah, I look, uh, I have some good sources and they say that it's the doing of Chechens why? Because besides all, all the other dates, because besides the Putsch anniversary and besides the Prigozhin's coup anniversary, second month, it's also, you know, Ramzan Kadyrov's dad's birthday as well. You know, just a thing. And they hated each other. So what I think happened is that either Ramzan Kadyrov succeeded at killing Prigozhin, or he failed, but Prigozhin doesn't care. Again, both options are equally valid. Either way, um, yeah... Either way, Prigozhin either escaped and will never show his face again, and he's actually dead, like legally dead. One of his body doubles is dead, but he'll just run away because he's not that dumb. Or he's actually dead. Either way, the result is the same. The thing is that um, I believe that Ramzan Kadyrov managed to organize anti-air defenses or plant bombs, might as well, might be both, who knows, doesn't matter. Uh, at any rate, it wasn't intentional sabotage or anything like that. 
Ramzan Kadyrov organized for Prigozhin to die and either kill Prigozhin or his body double, but if it's body double, then we, know, we will never see Prigozhin ever again, so it doesn't matter in the end. What matters is that, um, yeah, it could be by it could be to please Putin. Ramzan Kadyrov has killed Boris Nemtsov, he has killed Anna Politkovskaya. Ramzan Kadyrov has a thing where Putin feels bad that Ramzan Kadyrov, to show his loyalty, you know, he just kills some Putin's enemy. That's a tradition that he does. And Prigozhin, you know, Putin called him a traitor, and uh, since the KGB days, being a traitor is the number one thing that Putin never, ever forgives. Of course, propaganda will, you know, Russian side will be just screaming about how, you know, how this might be a Ukrainian act of terrorism or something, all, all sorts of nonsense. Look, I know from my reliable sources, Ramzan Kudyrov is tied to this mess, and Ramzan Kudyrov at least definitely 100% tried to kill Prigozhin, because he's also very dumb, but doesn't really calculate the consequences, which we'll speak about later, and either succeeded or didn't. Again, doesn't matter, because if he didn't, hey, good for Prigozhin, he'll just run away and we'll never see him again. Now, what happened is that, um, obviously, you know, everyone already thought, as the coup happened, if you listen to my episodes, that uh, this won't end well anyways for Prigozhin. We all made jokes about him, <laughs> how long until window, right? Made some bets too. Well, obviously... Didn't expect anything else to. But there are consequences to this. Number one. And why, by the way, I think this is legit. Why, I think I really got him. If you remember... Um, okay, sorry. Like I said, I've been up and it's like 2.34 uh, a.m. in the morning and I've been up and I haven't slept for two nights, so I'm just gathering this to you. But in short, why I think this happened, why I think Prigozhin's legit dead and all the theories about him faking it are just dumb. Number one, if you remember that when all this coup happened, Putin took some time, it was a massive chaos, no one knew how to react. But no, no, in this case, everything's super organized, super well done, everything's planned out, everyone's just acting like on paper, there's a criminal case. It's like super organized. The only thing we don't know is who was on the second plane. So I think this was definitely done by some, you know, admission of the powers that be. And also, people seem to be really, really pissed off, and there are terrible consequences of this happening. And Ramzan Kadyrov is the only person dumb enough to follow through on whatever Putin's random whims are to do this. So, yeah. By the way, if someone else mentions Ramzan Kadyrov, you heard it here first, because uh, there might be some interesting consequences of that as well. So, what happens now is that uh, Wagner Group and everyone else, they have a plan, and there were rumors that they're going somewhere from Belarus. They are, but not on the plane. The plane is totally unrelated to that thing. I don't know what they're going to do. They have commanders still. There is a meeting with Wagner Group commanders. Everyone uh, who's like a Z correspondent person, they have changed their logos to Wagner Group logos. Is that Russian logos? Because Grey Zone, the most Wagner Group associated channel on Telegram, they basically stated that uh, Prigozhin was killed by Russia's enemies. The first reaction to everyone was basically that Putin had killed him. And no one really knows how. Either Putin, you know, Ramzan Gdirov, by proxy through Putin, whatever. Putin wanted him dead, Putin hated him, Ramzan Gdirov either acted on Putin's orders or, you know, wanted to do it himself. Also, kind of doesn't matter. They're both not that smart. Again. But what happens now is that uh, he was some sort of an... He wasn't a very educated man. He was a criminal and he followed all these prison laws and rules and everything. However... He had become some sort of national hero to these club of angry patriots who despised him, but they understood his eff effectiveness to some degree, right? They didn't like him as much as, uh, you know, they, didn't, they weren't fans of him, especially since he, in the cool thing, told the truth about the war and everything and losses. 
but they kind of consider him a bit more competent than Putin. And this means that he had a lot of PR image there and, and um, among the soldiers. This is going to smash down the army. This is going to smash down the morale of the army. Secondly, I thought Prigozhin would be left alive for so long because, uh, you know, Putin uh, wanted to show that you can make deals with him. Although you totally couldn't. But again, uh, if this... <laughs> If, if this basically, you know, if anyone asks you, like, why, why can't we make peace deals with Putin? This is why. This is why. This is what he does. This is every literally deal you can ever make with Putin. You will lose. There is no deal, like I always said, that is only the one who's zero-sum game at all times. The one who scams, the one who's being scammed. Ta-da, magic, nothing. There is no common logic. I hope right now it's seen obviously clear. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And, and that ruins, obviously, his, like, other things. But, you know, emotions took over, I think. I think Putin gave command and Ramzan Kadyrov did the usual to please the king. I think that maybe ties. Or maybe Ramzan Kadyrov did it on, on random. Either way. Other, also, everyone in the West, obviously, no one's surprised that this could have happened. Like, me neither. I just expected it to be less flashy. But, you know, this was kind of, like, brutal and straight up. Just blasted with a like some S-300 missiles, as, as we could all see. Now, what does this mean? What does this really mean? We haven't had any um, comments on this, but people have died again. And this has caused a lot of animosity because those guys in Wagner Group and a lot of uh, organized crime units and a lot of units who also followed Girken and maybe didn't like, like Putin that much, and all the people who didn't like Putin previously now, you know, now, now Putin has lost all honor, basically, instantly, which is horrendous. Because if you remember uh, a month ago, Lukashenko said it is his guarantee that Prigozhin will be fine and safe. And Peskov, Putin's press secretary, also stated that it is upon the, upon the word of honor of the president that Prigozhin will be left alone. Now, again, just proves that Putin's word has no meaning or honor whatsoever. I do not believe in anything else. Like, uh, like Prigozhin's master plan. Prigozhin was smart, not that smart again. So, it's not, you know, I think, but I think Putin has, Putin has overdone things because this has moved from government acting as a government to government acting as literally showing who they are. This is how drug cartels run things, not countries. This is a private murder. On the, this is just insane. 
and many people uh, admit that the observers that, that that is no point of pretending that Russia is a country anymore. Like I have been saying that Russia is basically, you know, what would happen if a drug cartel took over a massive country with tons of natural resources, and this is what happens. They're just showing it in the open, and now everyone can see that. Morale is done. Uh, quite likely more coups. I think this will go in history as some sort of another time of troubles. There's a lot of people who now think Putin is a betrayer of the country. But Gosling himself, by the way, was a complete asshole, right? I, I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying that this is such a chaos thing, and it's so dumb that... Only a senile asshole could do this. I think, by the way, Putin did this because Prigozhin posted his video from Africa. Because I think part of the deal could have been that Prigozhin was not allowed to be in the public sphere, you know, post anything in the media, and he just did yesterday. And Surbikin was, like, thrown away as, from his office as well, and I think Putin might have taken this personally, or Kadyrov, or something else. Internal struggles among mafia dons, basically. But, yeah, I think this is where we can see time of, times of troubles. Times of troubles truly existing and, and pushing on. Because if, if you had a regional, uh, regional kind of governor who were basically all told to start their own private military companies just to deal with like the mobilized crisis, do the mobilization in a kind of a sneakier way, yeah, you know, um, if I was that, I would start, you know, being worried because you're still a regional governor and you're dealing with like criminals there. You, you, you were just assigned to your region to steal and be corrupt. You're not assigned there to be killed while you're flying out. Because this is a border point. See, Prigozhin, after all, is was a member of internal internal circle. And Putin, if you have noticed, he never, ever, ever does anything to his friends. Shoigu has made insane amounts of mistakes and nothing has happened to him. There was always this unwritten rule that members of his own internal circle, they can do whatever. They can get away with it. They were like pushed away. They were punished by promoting them upwards. I don't know, become an ambassador to go somewhere else, whatever, doesn't matter. And now this is the first case when openly, publicly, brazenly, something like this happens. The internal order is done, and it's like it's no longer a country, and something has been changed. Something is weird. This is a kind of a watershed moment in history. You know, a Statue of Liberty in the sand, aliens coming from other countries, and, and I don't know what else Dan Carlin tells you. I, I try to throw in as many Dan Carlin pieces as I could. But, yeah, the point is that Utkin is dead, the military commander, Prigozhin, is dead, but there are many people who are very angry at Putin. And this might go away in a while, but uh, among people who, because of this recent awakening in, in Russian military forces, how they actually start you know, caring about you know, Putin being a total dick. They still are murderers, they want to win the war, but you know, they still hate Putin at this point. This is a massive blow to morale, and this is just, uh, as Maxim Kolashnikov, my new nemesis, because Girkin's in prison, Prigozhin's dead, you know, as he stated, still from my uh, Club of Angry Patriots, that this is yet one step closer to a um, time of troubles in Russia. And I tend to agree. I think this is a, the point where we can, like, finally finish up the things and pretending that that's a real country, and, and oh boy. The weirdest part is that uh, as this was happening, what people don't tell you, by the way, I think in the Western media, is that Putin was in Kursk, because it is also the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Kursk. And he was giving a speech and talking to people, and the moment when we finally got confirmation that Prigozhin's dead, then they launched fireworks in Kursk. And, Prigo and Putin himself urgently flew back to, to Moscow. It's like just an adding, adding a cherry on top, really. Just mockery of the highest degree. And, 
And to this point, uh, organized crime won't like it, army won't like it, especially, you know, not the mobilized, they hate uh, Putin anyways, but I'm talking about the motivated guys. Shit's gonna go down. I don't know exactly what's gonna happen, but uh, yeah, tons of issues, and no one no one on, on their right mind is gonna believe in anything that the war corps even say. Even the most famous war corps basically stated that this was a massive, massive mistake to anyone who did this. And now they're gonna open up like, Russia, Ukrainian act of terrorism. No, that's bullshit. That is all bullshit. If Ukrainians or any Western agency did this, oh boy, great job. They might have might as well, you know, have killed Putin himself. It's insane. And if this somehow is some sort of magical plot by Prigozhin himself with like 4D chess levels, well then uh, I think Prigozhin's gonna come out and we'll see it very soon. Either way, either Prigozhin is dead or if he's not, then Putin and Kadyrov will be very, very very dead very soon, basically. One of them's done. One of them's done. There's no other right anymore. At all. And, um, yeah. This is going to throw a wrench there. It's going to be a bit of chaos. And Putin might think this doesn't matter, but uh, if you remember, um, they sort of hired a bunch of Wagner Group soldiers in their own forces, in their own, in their own things. I mean, um, it's kind of stupid to... Uh, dismantle Wagner Group, then absorb a bunch of their men who were still loyal to Prigozhin, who acted with him and who supported his ideas, and, you know, then to betray them and, you know, kill them openly. If uh, th- there'll be some dissent and that dissent is uh, spreading around, interesting things might happen. Like, saying what exactly is going to happen, no clue. But this is one step closer to weirdness and, uh, well, to the end of the war, to be honest, because who knows? I might, like, go to sleep after this one and wake up in the morning and find out that, boom, all sorts of craziness has happened. If someone's telling you that they know exactly what happened and whatever, yeah, don't believe them. Anything undocumented should be always treated as a lie. Don't do sensationalist things. And if someone is writing, Russian media says, yeah, you know, I I read Russian. Uh, Please give sources, okay? This this was just some bad journalism by, by some people. Uh, meanwhile, Wagner groups, by the way, uh, Wagner Center offices were lighted out uh, like in, in St. Petersburg as a cross. People were like coming out of this stuff. Everyone in Rostov, Rostov on Don, by the way, uh, next to the Ukrainian border where Prigozhin took over without a fight. Yeah, every Silovik, uh, every Rosgvardiets, and every cop was like mobilized there like that, called out of holidays and also gathered there. This is a planned operation and things are weird. This is yet again another push to the same level of the coup itself. Except, in a way, Putin has made a martyr. The dumbest thing he could do right now, by the way, is uh, to either kill Girkin or let Girkin out of prison. Or Girkin might as well just die because of his illnesses. However, yeah. Uh, this this thing allows Girkin to kind of take over and, and become another leader. Because if I was totally dumb, I'd kill Girkin right now. If I was very dumb, even dumber, I'd let Girkin out. Girkin's now a sore thumb. He has to remain in prison until everyone forgets about him because Prigozhin's dead. Everyone remembers about Girkin because th- those are like two most famous things where Putin has literally done bad things to, to people who support the war and everything. And uh, yeah, it's not popular amongst the guys doing fine. At any rate, if someone tells you about acts of terrorism from the Ukrainian side, if someone tells they totally know like that Girkin, like how this went down, they don't know jack shit. I literally called people, and, and I know I know how this is happening. There's a movement, there's chaos. Again, Wagner Group might or might not be planning some things. Of course, there's, there's disinfo everywhere. 
as was Prigozhin's thing. But there was some mess about, and there's going to be a thing where they come together and talk, I suppose. We still don't know what, what who was on the second plane and what happened there. They had a list on the first plane and everything. But, you know, seems, uh, seems sort of weird. One thing, though, one thing, though, is the fact that, uh, just to explain what kind of a piece of shit Prigozhin was, because, you know, because of everything, that was the dumbest part, because, you know, those assholes, right? Those assholes chose, like, the worst fucking possible uh, line pulled out of one of his earlier interviews to kind of um, show who Prigozhin was, and I'll call that in full because that fucker deserves it. Quote, as the saying goes, it's better to die a hero than to live as a faggot. God damn it, guys, just take me down already, that's all. What is destined to happen cannot be avoided. Yeah, I know, prison culture and all its glory. This is what those fucks decide to put as a memorial thing for Prigozhin as the center of his thing. Another quote of his is that um, Wagner says, death is not the end, it's just the beginning of something else. You know, we're all going to go to hell anyways, but at least we'll be the best ones in hell. Again, Prigozhin. Yeah, this kind of fucker. You know, I would wish I would wish him to go to hell, but at least he knew where he was going, definitely. Piece of trash. Let's just hope that at least, uh, yeah, that at least he earns his stuff, but um, I don't know. Tablets are going to explode again, whatever. But, um, Comprehensively, yep. Weirdly enough is that I still don't know why exactly and, and what's going to happen with uh, Ramzan Kadyrov because this causes a lot of trouble. One thing that I do know, by the way, is that people close to, to um, Kremlin, which I hadn't noticed. By the way, Prigozhin's troll farms are totally dead with this and no one knows what's going to happen. Already there was panic in, um, in the group, uh, groups of, of widows, of Wagner group and everything. And it's all a bit weird. The thing is that a lot of people also stated that they sort of um, believe that it's okay, it's going to be fine. At least that's what Kremlin believes in, because apparently they state that uh, apparently Prigozhin, you know, as Putin and people around him and the other things, you know, he was the hero of the moment, but he's nothing much, it's going to be fine. That again, they've been saying it's going to be fine about all this war. Oh boy. It's a bit crazy. Don't believe anyone who doesn't give you sources. Please come join our Discord. There are links everywhere. Ask someone on Twitter that you know who's following me. And uh, pff, yeah, consider supporting the show, I suppose. Well, this is the most comprehensive coverage without all the useless things, which would be exactly the holes and stuff because we had like tons of memes and everything. But yeah, don't let people lie to you. And uh, if you spot something, let me know. Again, thanks to everyone on the Discord. And uh, yeah, consider becoming our patron. If you don't want to become our patron, we have a donate button on, the, on our podcast page. As always, remember, happiness is mandatory. Except for fucking Prigozhin now. I suck up Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 